What's going on? Foul leaders back. I've been doing a lot of highlights. Been college basketball, college football, NFL draft room finna be crazy. Uh be a draft from Stock Rogers, you know. VU Sports. I'm on all those. My blog has just been crazy. But anyway, I take my time out to just, you know, look at highlights. Look at highlights of games and players and do my evaluations, right? Now, the biggest thing I can say about the Markel Fultz situation, because everybody wants to know about the Markel Fultz situation. The Markel Fultz situation is simple. He's young. He had to start over, basically. Learn how to shoot again. He wasn't learn how to shoot again. He was taught another form. He had the shoulder. Taught another form to shoot with that. Then was continued to shoot a, taught a shoot, to shoot a different form. The kid, young, he listens. And so now he gets another shooting training to get him back comfortable because that one didn't have him comfortable. So now he got the confidence part. People talk about confidence and all this. And he even says it himself because you had to go out there with your form. You had to go back out there to readjust to the grown game. It's not saying he's not going to do it. He can't evolve. He had to do it. Going through injuries, going through people talking and this and that. He had to go through all that. All right. The man is a star. He's going to be that. You got to let this team jail. Y'all can say whatever y'all want because Philly writers like to find BS to talk about. I mean, they'll look for the the worst thing before it's the best thing. This team had 52 games they won last year. Nobody expected them to even win 52 games or look like a team that can go to the finals. Now you're like, oh, what's going on? Well, folks has to be put into the chemistry. Everybody has to learn with everybody now. You know, along with Sarge involved, and they all have to learn to play with folks. When you say, oh, that's not good, what do you mean? Jason Tatum got to do it. He got to sit on the bench, learn behind vets, and some good young stars that already learned. Folks ain't had to do that. Folks is thrown right into the fire right now. Jason Tatum was never thrown right into the fire. Ever. So they can say all that mess they want to say. Oh, man, listen, even when Gordon Haywood and Kyrie was out, because Haywood never had no type of chemistry at all. This is his first year. You know, you still had Horford. You still had Marcus Morris. You still had Marcus Smart who played. You still had Jalen Brown who played there. All these guys helped Jason Tatum evolve. Right now, Foles is just getting his feet wet and starting his season. And he's a starter, which Tatum wasn't to start the season. He wasn't projected as a starter. Fultz was already number one overall pick. So y'all going to let to let this man do his thing. He had 13.6 rebounds, six for nine from the field. I mean, in one game. And no, I ain't hit nothing in. Now, all of a sudden, since he had two for six and one for one from three-point land, oh, he's having a bad game. Well, you got, Brown has to know Fultz. And in my opinion, it's Fultz. I mean, it's uh, Brown. Brown Fultz. Brown need to get this man the ball. Let these boys figure this out. But this is what Brown does. So y'all going to have to be patient. And everybody going to throw everything at folks. No. MB was held back. I mean, you see, MB was already the first star to come in. So it was already on his back. Ben Simmons comes in. A lot of help for Ben B. The guy who can handle the ball. MB the guy had a ball inside his hands. It's Ben Simmons. Now it's folks. And everybody has to play with folks because he is the future. And that chemistry has to get used to folks. Y'all can't say it's false. False is giving y'all three-pointers. He's giving y'all a good shooting night. This man is going to be here. He's going to be here for a long time. But Brown has to get this man the ball. 
Give this man the green light. Obviously, why indecisive decisions? Because Brown's not letting him make those decisions. When he passes the ball, it's not always an indecisive decision. It's a quick decision. He's a passer, too. So people is crazy. Like I said, they can say what they want. Philadelphia writers are savages, man. They don't, they like to write about BS. I mean, the Eagles won the Super Bowl last year and they already on them. I know that they're, they're having their struggle. Of course, <coughs> they're having their struggle, but there's nothing to panic about because this team was, went through adversity. You have to let this season play out. They, you owe them that. You owe the Sixers that. All right, the Sixers to me will be looking real good in the second half. It's a chemistry thing. They got to get together. Not saying that this first half is going to be just doo-doo, but this first half is going to be some ups and downs. Our second half, they have all that worked out. Same thing with the Eagles right now. It's just all everybody getting back healthy. Everybody starting to, you know, get used to it. Ain't no Super Bowl hit or whatever, Super Bowl or whatever. People were hurt. They came back in. The running game was not as strong as it was last year. Now, that's a minor sign. Okay, Garrett Blunt is big, but was more important to the Eagles than people thought. You know, they need a runner to stick with him, pound him, pound Josh Adams. I, that's what I don't get. You got to run them boys. And you see the guys passing. They're trying to get everybody, Wentz back with everybody, implicated with everybody. You know, they have a little rush. They got some things to do to get back in tune with each other. And that's nothing. The guys are going to do it. Like, these are Super Bowl champion Eagles who went through more than this. So, hey, they ain't going to be 13-3 uh, and three no more this year. They could be 10-6, and six, and they'll be a, the dangerous 10-16. and 16. Either way, 11-5, 10-6, the Eagles will be in the playoffs. Okay? As far as the division, that's still, I think, nobody's going to beat them in the division. The Cowboys got Cooper. It's going to be hard to see what happens with that. But you have to be more of a complete team to go against the Eagles. Now, if they play like the Eagles that have been playing these seven games, you know, okay, I understand what everybody's talking about. You know, if, if but this is second half coming up here, man. You're going to London. You're going to Jacksonville to make a statement with this win. I know the Cowboys, you know, Jacksonville is still a good defense that was in the playoff last year. Take care of business. Get them out of there. Go 4-4. Four four. Time to go on this winning streak. All right? That's all it's about. Um... Like I say, 10 to 6, 11 and 5. Either way, the Eagles will resurge and get to their Super Bowl. I mean, that's all it is to it. Now, the trades. Oh, man. I mean, you got Le'Veon Bell, you got LaShawn McCoy. And that's all I'm looking at right now. Maybe even Jordan Howard. Those three guys I'm looking at. I don't know about nobody else. Uh, you hit the Devontae Parkers, you hit the Carl Joseph. Yeah, a lot of stuff. But the Eagles are going to sit back, analyze, and see what they're going to they need to get. And I feel like it's no question it's a running back. Sean McCoy, Le'Veon Bell, Jordan Howard, whoever it takes, get them in there. We need a running back that's going to run, get them touches, and pound that ball. And All three of them would improve this team dramatically, dramatically. So they need to make this trade ASAP. And I think after this week, it's going you're going to see a trade made. Howie Rosemont, of course, he's been there. He's been making those calls. Sources all say that he's making those calls, and they will be active. All right. Sixers, go back to them. Landry Shamit, love his play. Love his play. I just think that uh, that just makes you more excited about Zaire Smith and what he did in the, in the summer league. I mean, this guy showed the all-around game. He showed he could hit the three. He showed he could pass like a point. He showed he can dunk on you. I mean, this guy is something phenomenal. 
And I'm telling you, this is going to be a real special six of teams. Now, in the future, you know, two years, you're going to see a lot from this team being special, unbeatable. Everybody talking about all these other guys. You're looking at the, the future right here. Jason Tatum is the real deal. We know that. We know how he developed and learned and now came up like every rookie does. It's supposed to do, right? Um, the Flyers are looking talented. Of course, it's not really like nothing elite, but Flyers are young, man. Flyers are young. I mean, we're going to see some ups and downs this year. We're going to see what happens. They got a JVR back. I'm real anxious to see what happens in that mode. Got some good young players. I'll be, you know, following up and looking more in the prospects and following up with hockey for all you hockey lovers in Philly. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies. I understand, but you're going to have to wait. I was surprised this year. Now, that, now this is the hook line. I ain't expect none of this from the Phillies. So, y'all got to give it some type of, you know, because nobody expected the Phillies to even be like this. And y'all know they slumped, but I didn't expect them nowhere. To, I, listen, I didn't expect none of this. The, the the surge they had, that just shows you what the life is in their young bucks. That all the young talent is true. It's the real deal. They are here. They have it. Now you go and get some vets. Now Bryce Harper, whew, if we get Bryce Harper, we'll pin it. P- listen, pin it. You can't tell me nothing about that superstar. If we get Harper and Mikado, you might as well look at the World Series. Because if you saw what the young pitchers were able to do, just, just think with the year developing. What will be able to go down? And you put Mikado and you put Bryce Harper in the same lineup. And and Phillies, the, the word is Phillies have the money to do this. And they have been rumored to, it was like, it's like LeBron James and the Lakers. The Phillies have been rumored for Bryce Harper and Mikado for a minute. First it was just Bryce Harper, now it's Mikado. And the crazy part is Mike Trout still could come. So, like I say, man, um, it's going to be exciting for me to watch this offseason on the position the Phillies are finally in after all these years of rebuilding and getting the young prospect and trade. going to be something to watch. Um, you're going in, and, and, you know, we talk about a lot. And, you know, Ben Simmons is phenomenal. Joel Embiid's having one of those years, man. He's just having one of those years. So, when I come back, we're going to talk about Joel Embiid's year, what he's averaging. What Ben Simmons is averaging and what the Sixer team is about. Follow the leader. We are back and I want to talk about the big three or the big four. That's Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Markel Foles, and Robert Covington. But we are not going to put out Mr. Five. Little JJ Reddick, who's having a crazy season, super crazy season. He saved the day. He has single-handedly saved the day all season. Um, He got a shot, man. I mean, I just got to say, man, they talk about Steph, and of course he's not Steph, but this guy can shoot. If you talk about the one guy in the league who can just, if you give him the ball, for he can shoot it within a matter of one second. Within a matter of one second. Like he, as soon as he gets the ball in his hands out of it. So right now, you know, you got twenty one points a game, three rebounds, three point six assists for Reddick, shooting forty three point nine percent from the field, forty two percent from three, and of course ninety three percent from free throw line. He's just doing what he normally does. 
and having a great year doing. Now we go to the big man Joel Embiid. Now you 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 have this year he's having his MVP. They can say what they want, and he said it. He's going for the MVP. He's having twenty one nine point six points a game, twelve point four rebounds, four point two assists. Shooting forty eight percent from from the field, you know twenty six percent from three. That'll get that get good, but he got eighty percent from the free throw line. He's able to make up for a lot of that. Um, two point five blocks. Almost a steal a game. I mean, come on. Best center in basketball. Hands down. There's nothing you can say. Everybody else go sit down. I uh Brooke Lopez had a night with him the other night. What that mean? Because he had a good night. Ah, whatever. Things will come back to it, but Joel and B is just doing phenomenal things, and he's only gonna get better. That is the scary part right now. I mean, Joel and B is becoming super dominant. Nobody can stop him. Ben Simmons. 12 points a game, 10 rebounds, 8.5 assists now. 50% from the field. Of, okay, okay. You got to get better. 52% from the free throw line, which you got to get better doing that. Now, all this is going to come up. I think this is the season. Right now, he's got more rebounds and more assists than he had last year. I think he'll average a triple-double this year. I'm just throwing it out there. It'll happen. Wait till the offense starts to jail. He'll average a triple-double this year. I just don't think you're – He's going to average 10 rebounds. It's going to be easy. Uh, the points. Everybody's trying to get in tune with himself. The new, if, if, you know, he has a jump shot. He's already said he can, you know what I mean? He's not going to shoot three points, but he has a jump shot. We've seen it. Everything has to be put into this offense. Everybody has to find out their new cells, the, what's gotten better. They have to find out about each other. Amir Johnson looks good this year. He's been doing a, a great job this year. Markel Fultz, everybody want to talk, have Markel Fultz news, let's get on it. Markel Fultz is averaging 8.6 a game, so it's already up from last year. Um, 3.8 assists on 1.8 turnovers. 3.4 rebounds. Uh, you shooting 50% from the field? From the three-point line? <laughs> Everybody talking about threes. Hey, this man has jacked up 50%. Shoot 39% from the field. You know, he has to do better on free throws. Everybody knows that, you know, and it's, like, it's not like Mark Hill's going to the free throw line a lot. He's averaging j- just under one free throw attempt a game. He hasn't got to that point yet, and he will get there. Um, There's no doubt about what I'm seeing is encouraging to see that he's stepping up. And we see he's healthy and he's playing. That's the big thing. He's healthy and he's playing. He'll get there. Robert Covington, listen. Can we please give this man some credit? 12.8 points a game, five rebounds. Okay. Um, it's 1.2 blocks, 1.4 steals. All right. 80% from the, uh, just about 77.8%. From the uh, free throw line, forty percent from three, forty-two percent from the field. He's not getting enough credit for what he's doing for this team. All NBA first team, one of the elite players, two-way players in the league, top three. All right, so this is that's that right there, okay? And you're looking at that four. You look at Dario. You talk about Dario's. You know he's shooting a little bad, but see Dario can still shoot, and he's gonna he's forcing a lot of shots. Trying to help this team. Everybody has to find each other where each other's good at. Share the ball. 
this team was good at passing, and that's where they're going away from. Um, and, and the, the team defense, everything has to get back in the sink. And it will. It's a long season. Um, it's hard to tell. Once again, my update as far as free agency. I, I wanted to get into that, but I just say that Jimmy Butler is still there. He'll be a free agent. I think the Sixers have a chance at him. Kimba Walker, Jimmy Butler, DeMarcus Cousins. All right. If you were looking at um, Markel Fultz looking for a quick, see, that's the thing I never expressed when I used to talk about. I never expressed a quick fix because he's a rookie learning. Lonzo Ball is the same thing, ladies. He's evolving. You don't have to deal with the BS. Boom, he's sitting behind Rondo. Right now, Fultz is evolving. He will turn out to be the best player in this draft, period. Um. People are just throwing daggers at him. And um, it's kind of crazy. If we're looking at um, a, a lot of things going on, I wanted to get on a couple of topics um, that pretty much this segment, I wanted to combine some issues together. And I want to talk about Villanova basketball. Uh, Phil Booth has been spectacular. Spectacular. Lights out. What more do y'all need to see? Know this guy going to be a first team all Big East. And he could be the contender. He's a big contender. You talk about Shamari Pines. We talk about Marcus Howard. Pascal. Okay. But nobody talking about the man Phil Booth who already has not only two rings, but he has a national championship MVP under his ring. No, no, he wasn't awarded it, but he was the reason they won. He should have clear. He, he was the player of that game. Period. Nobody want to hit in there, boo, everybody else. It's clearly nobody lit it up like Booth. So there's nothing nobody can say. This is facts. You can say your opinions, but facts is nobody lit it up. Booth gave him that game. All right. Um, this year he goes with Quinterly. So it's going to be a dynamic backcourt because both guys can score. Now that I know, I always want to see signs of where Booth was at. I couldn't wait to these practices and scrimmages to see where Booth was at. And don't say he's playing against. I don't want to hear no negative talk against that. Booth has been a killer. You see, he's still killing. He's still a killer. All he needs is time and the ball. That's it. Uh, Javon Quinley is going to be one of the most dynamic. Look, Brunson is great. And, you know, he's one of the greatest Wildcats ever could go arguably down as the greatest. Uh, you know, he did enough. But as a talent, Quinley's more talented than, than Brunson. He's going to break down the defense with the, he's the best ball handler in his class. Dynamic. Can drive on you, can shoot from the three. People are going to see just how good Quinley is. This backcourt is going to be tough. All right, Cremo is going to come off the bench. Everybody thinking, no, Cremo's coming off the bench. This is he's there to spell the So you take him off the bench, you have no dynamic player. You get an experienced dynamic player that's going to be looked at. They're going to see what he can do. He's going to have 30-point games. He's going to have some games where he's blowed for 20. He's going to have games where people see what he's about. He's going to have games where you sit back. Okay? Colin Gillespie. This has got to be the most toughest four-guard rotation, quietest kept in the country. I mean, he's been showing so much, so many rave reviews all over. He, I'm proud of this guy. He deserves it, and he is working hard once again, and he's getting what he deserves. 
And that four-guard rotation is going to be the bread and butter. Guard you. That's going to be very hard to deal with. You're going to see why they call them guard you. Once again, when they won the championship at first, Phil Booth, guard you. Brian Archidiakno, guard you. All right? Jalen Brunson, five-star on there, guard you. When they won this past one, what? Dante DiVincenzo, um, Phil Booth, Colin Gillespie, Jalen Brunson, guard you. Dante DiVincenzo, MOP, guard you. You have to understand this. You have to understand this. We're going to look at Villanova in the big instance here and look at also the front court. Now, the front court, I'm a little amazed by. A little amazed, man. Um, I really have a lot of love for Sadiq Bey. This guy, number one player out of D.C., and he has shown so much. Quick. Um, whether we know if he gets redshirted or not will, will still remains to be seen. Um. But you know, why not rest of the guy that good? Let him have all four years. I mean, let Brandon Slater. He, he's going to be a tough two-way guy. He hasn't got enough credit. And he's going to explode as the year goes on. When he's called upon, he's going to be good on defense. Cole Swider coming off. He's going to be a sniper. They're going to use him as a shooter. Him and Cremo are going to be those guys off the bench. And Slater can still hit the three ball. People don't understand. These guys, Jay Wright loves guys that can shoot. If you're on his four, his five, his three or four, Yes, you're getting time if you can shoot. So this is going to be big for them on that point. Dylan Painter can shoot from the three, but nobody understands that. They're going to, I wonder if Jay Wright is going to let him shoot these. In high school, he let those fly. So it's going to be interesting to see how Jay Wright uses Dylan Painter. I'm interested to see that. Uh, Jermaine Samuels is ready. I mean, this man has been playing great ball. I mean, he's been a slasher. He's quick, fast. He's going to show you why he was one of the top prospects in the country. Very explosive. Um, Dada is going to be the energy guy. I think he bounces the team because we need that hype guy to get everybody running, get the whole team rolling, and there you go. You know, uh, you're going to see the intensity. You know, you've heard Phil Booth mention that the defense is not where it should be. Of course, the chemistry is not where it should be. This is going to be a season that you're going to have to be patient with. You're going to have some games. You'll be like, ah, but when they kick up, which I know they will, they have the right coach, right athletes. There's no question I know they're going to kick up. Um, The Jeremiah Robinson Earl recruitment is down to Kansas and Villanova. <laughs> Villanova again. Obviously, the Isaiah Stewart wasn't going as fast as they wanted to. Yes, that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, Isaiah Stewart is still an option. You know, they're still recruiting him, but they're recruiting Jeremiah Robinson Earl harder. These are the last two guys. And when one fish is biting and the other one's kind of like nibbling, they take the fish that's biting, you know, and that's who it was, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. So this, once Robinson, if Robinson Earl commits, now my, my prediction is he will. Stock rises, prospect predictions, he will. You know what I mean? That's my prediction. I think he will. I mean, what I've been hearing, he will. 
I mean, I'm not going to go some, some stuff. I'm starting to fall back on detail, but I mean, I mean, hearing about it, I've been hearing it for a couple of weeks. I ain't really to make the one to make the call yet. I ain't want to make the call, but I've been hearing his name. And then next thing you know, as soon as I saw Candace to Villanova go down, as soon as I heard Candace to Villanova, I said, there it is. There it is. There it is. You know, I've been hearing a lot of that. You know, George told me, Coach George Halkovich told me months ago, about a couple months ago. Matter of fact, when they when when he first put his uh, schools down and cut them down, the school the list before this list <laughs> before the last two, George said they were recruiting them hard. So I was like, okay. I want to see some traction though. He had his visits. You had North Carolina liked him, Arizona liked him. You know, uh, of course we know Kansas is on him. So I'm like, okay. And he's been in Kansas for a minute, but with Villanova going deep on you, we got to see what comes up, what pops up. And um, you know, listening, hearing, and, and paying attention, evaluating. Boom! I think Jeremiah Robson Earl is a done deal for Villanova. I think no doubt about it. I think you're going to have, and that's the best. Listen, there's a lot of good classes this year, but I just don't think that they're better than Villanova. You get, if you get Brian Antoine and Jeremiah Robinson Earl, right? Okay. It's two of the top 14 players in the league, in the nation. Then you get Justin Moore and Eric Dixon. These guys are borderline almost should to me. They're five star talents. Both of them. I mean, you have a championship team that consists of Javon Quinterly. Brian Antoine, go ahead and say Quinlan could go. He's not gone. And he's in, he is on, on any board for you to say he's gone right now. We're going to have to see him on some boards on the first round. He's not on no boards. He's not on second round boards. We'll see what happens right now. He's here. He's here next year. You know, so that, that Jersey backcourt is going to be something different that Villanova's never had. You can say whatever history book you want to go to. Nobody's going to be better than Quinley and Antoine. Nobody. Okay. Jeremiah Robinson, Earl Jermaine Samuels, and, and, and Dada. Dada is, to me, he's a double double threat. 14 and 11, his second year, his junior year. I think he can do that. He's, 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 he's angry on the court. He's intensifying. He can play defense real good. He's, his mid range jumpers got better. He is a hard worker that wants to be better. And he'll get there. Jeremiah Robinson Earl can shoot from three, can do whatever you want. Right? He's going to be the type of guy that can change the game, can take over a game. Jermaine Samuel, same thing. Everybody's really going to the side on Jermaine. Jermaine going to be the same type of dynamic player. You're not going to be able to stop him one-on-one. He can, he can run in transition. He's going to be exciting, dunking on people. This is going to be that's – a, that's a great five right there. Then you go and you say, okay, who I got? Okay, who we got? Got Dylan Painter backing up center, okay? Then you got a Cole Swider, Brandon Slater. You come with Justin Moore. And you come with Eric Dixon, Colin Gillespie, and Sadiq Bay. Oh my gosh. The most talented team right there J. Wright has ever had. You can go right up whoever you want. None of them guys are better than these boys. They were kicking Caputo compared to these guys, okay? That's a championship team. This year, they're going to be competing for it. I ain't saying they can't win it. I just don't think they're going to win it. But I'm telling you, when 2019 comes through and that class comes in there, college basketball better be prepared. That is a dynamic lineup, all right? Dynamic. I mean, football, 
Justin Moore, Justin Moore, um, an athlete offered by Villanova, a linebacker, 6'2", 200, can play the receiver. Can play the receiver. So, um, the guy's nice and athletic, but he's a playmaker. I mean, he's really a, a monster on linebacker. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Frisk. Jimmy Fritzk, he's a um, 6'7", 240. He knows a three-star offensive tackle in the 2019 class. But, man, he could be a super dynamic. He's also played tight end. And he has good hands, big size. He's strong. You know, so that's a, two top targets to look out for, for for Villanova on football still. Villanova uh, football, you know, having ups and downs and slumps. But they'll be okay. They'll be absolutely okay. There's going to be nothing wrong with Villanova, nothing to look at crazy. Nothing. Zach is out, period. Once he comes, There's nobody taking his place. When he's out, don't y'all know, Villanova fans, how quick they lose? It's crazy. Um, I tell you what, y'all. Um, the big thing right now with Penn State, I know people want to say Penn State's going to be okay. Penn State's going to be okay. You're seeing the the talent they have evolve, so they won't win a championship this year. But next year, you're going to have to watch out. I think this year, 2018 class is so historically good to me. I mean, everybody's looks so good. Cameron Sullivan Brown, Matt Kippenham, um, Johan Donson's caught a pass, but he's he's banged out in preseason. Uh, KJ Hamler took over as the most productive receiver. And then you're looking at Justin Shorter. Could be Hamler and Shorter. They might want that. Um, Pratt um, Freemuth is turned into the man. He's took it over Danny Dalton, who a guy I thought would be right there. He took it over um, Nick Bowers and Jonathan Allen. Took their job as a freshman. This is how special the 2018 class is. And Zach Coulson even came here, the number one tight end in that class. That's how good that class is. Ricky Slade, I mean, he's shown his, his explosion. He's going to be a star. And then Johnny Brown is getting all this type of love. It's crazy. The offensive line, defensive line. I think uh, Pitt State going to make a late season push and be hot and show you what this team's about. So uh, look out for that squad. Um, listen, I'm about to wrap it up. I just want to give y'all a little segment. Follow leader, a couple of some news. Uh, I'll be more on the news with Penn State and, and the City Six. It's about to be a lot of things going on that I'm gonna be reporting. Um until then, I see y'all. This is segment one. See y'all again and hear y'all. Um I hear y'all make a lot of um things in my um send me a lot of love on my podcast. Thank you so much. Um also sending emails and inboxes. I really appreciate all the love. Uh Follow me, Riderly247, Twitter, and Riderly Johnson on Instagram. Until next time, y'all, follow leader.